<laughs> okay, here we go. Hopefully you like that song. Now listen, before we get into anything else, I'm thinking of making that song my theme song. And I know it's probably a lot weirder, a lot more out of the box than most people would do with a theme song. Yes, it is two minutes and 45 seconds, but it's way longer. Usually, a, you know, 15, 17 second intro is usually, you know, enough to suffice anybody trying to do a podcast. But I figure I would do it a little bit different. You know what I mean? So anyhow, you can let me know how you feel about that simply by emailing me at yprpodcast at gmail.com. Your emails will be secret, personal. I will not share your information with anybody else, but I would like to know. I'm thinking of keeping that as my theme song for this podcast or something very, very similar. Also, I've recorded a lot of songs in the past. Now, some of them not weren't at like uh, the highest of high quality, but some of them sound really good. So you can also let me know in that same email at yprpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, I said it really slowly for those, you know, people like me. <laughs> but yeah, you can let me know if you'd like me to add a song on each one of my upcoming podcasts because I sing so I'm actually singing that little ditty (laughs) that you heard at the beginning of this it's actually a Jim Reeves song all right for all you old 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 heads listening out there all right so we get to our main thing for the day and again you're listening to your probably right podcast where you're welcome in my house say it anytime figuratively speaking because i don't want none of y'all showing up over here because it'd be a problem you know what i mean all right (laughs) all right let me get to it so i was thinking now because i am a part of the so-called black dysphoria or the african dysphoria or the black community or the niggas at large I didn't say that. Yes, I did. (laughs) Because I am part of the community, I figured, you know, let me delve into my community a little bit in the opposite way that many groups and interests or focus focus groups are, how they're depicting the so-called minority cultures. (laughs) I guess that's what I'll call it because there's so many cultures now and a lot of the new cultures that we have out there they're actually not really cultures at all they're just some kind of a social construct of somebody's imagination who wanted to make a lot of money but had to do it under the guise of not trying to make a lot of money meanwhile mixing up a lot of at the same time you know what I mean okay so I was thinking to myself, and this is just some thoughts, and this is going to be another short podcast, but hopefully you'll like it anyhow. But I was thinking, why is it that we as black people can't get ahead? Now, when I say we as black people can't get ahead, I don't mean that 
there's no Michael Jackson, Michael Jordans, there's not the 357 African Americans who play on the NFL. Um, it's not the people who happen to own a roti shop or a West Indian shop out here in Toronto, or it's not any athletes, it's not any entertainers, you know. But in on a whole, now, hopefully. I'm not alienating anyone when I speak about this, but just stick with me because I believe even if you're not in the so-called black community, you could probably gain a lot by listening to this podcast. Okay, so, and listen, I'm when I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this as, as a black person as my life, people I know's life, uh, family members, people I watch on, you know, media, the various types of media and, you know, athletes and stuff. I'm looking at this from the, the people that I know of in general. And that would be at the various levels. So it doesn't mean when I say, why can't we as a people get ahead? I don't mean that nobody's making over $50,000 a year and nobody's making it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, in general, there's always something that seems to be blocking the average black person. Either they'll let you get so far and push you back down, society I mean, or other people I mean. Either we'll get there and somebody will push us back down, or we will even excel to the height, to the top of the tops, and yet there's still something there waiting for us at the end of the journey, kind of like Lucy for Charlie Brown. So, think about it. You know other people in our community who have not gone as far as they could have gone. You know very, very, very smart people who haven't, I would say, lived up to their full potential. You thought this was going to be the one, but for some reason, little cousin Johnny just couldn't stop stealing. You know what I mean? And instead of his straight-A average coming to some use in society or his family little Johnny's in jail I'm thinking about the people like okay the person like Michael Jackson he excelled to the height of the height of the height of the heights and yet he had all kinds of scandals court cases, lawsuits, surgeries, whatever, 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 bleached your skin because you have vitiligo or whatever it was. Next thing you know, people aren't even considering you really a black person. But yeah, one got through the, came out of there, but he surely didn't make it out unscathed, if you know what I mean. There's him. There's Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's cool, he's cool, he's amazing, his shoes, Air Jordans, yada, yada, yada. Next thing you know, he's out of basketball, his dad dies. He And I'm not talking about tragedies in somebody's life, but hear me out. Then the next thing you know, he tries baseball. Well, he's trash at that. Comes back to basketball, they win again. Next thing you know, we find out that he's a maniacal, selfish, 
crazy addicted to winning madman and a failure in his marriage and yada 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 and it's just like I don't know if it's that media just focuses on these things for us or if it's us and that's at that level but then just the regular dude you know I thought about why couldn't I get to certain places you know you know you, you apply for jobs but when you try to give these people their answers as to what you're supposed to say, they want your answers in a certain, a certain in a certain way. I, I don't know what happened. You know, back in the olden days, they say that people used to just give a smile and a handshake, and that was your word. Contracts weren't necessary. Then people started being a little bit more thieving or something. All of a sudden, you know, you have written contracts and. Everything's so weird. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not that written contracts are bad, but if you have people who are trying to get jobs, who don't know the lingo or can't retain the information or didn't have an easy time growing up or don't have a good time at home as far as learning and the whole concept of learning is not in in their DNA in a sense not really their actual DNA but just in the history now what I'm saying is is if you have somebody here say 35 and they're children of immigrants from one of the West Indies or down south or maybe not even down south just out east and parents who were and who went through the times of like the 60s or you know during the civil rights movements you know or before that and before that and before that where there was slavery there was oppression there was Jim Crow there's white is right and black is always wrong you know you have people from those eras and they're raising kids and now we come fast forward to now where you have these people who are 35 years old raised by these other people who never really fully got a proper education in most cases trying to raise kids in the 70s and 80s of course we're gonna be backward isn't it just obvious does it have to be, you know, I have this much melanin in my skin, therefore I'm an idiot? You know? It's, the fact is, is that we've been left backwards. And the question is, can we get ahead now? And if we can, how? And if we can't, why? And if we haven't been, then why? And if you think that I'm just talking pure nonsense, well, you're probably right. But... The question is, is it the system or is it us? You know, is it the fact that people look at you like a jungle cat, <laughs> as an athlete, as a stud, as a 
menace to society as a big black, you know, scary, someone that they want to hurt, someone that they want to hold back. Your skin's too dark, your hair's too nappy, your lips are too big, you run too fast, you dance too good. You know what I mean. Is it the system? Or can we actually fight through and get to where we want to get to? And maybe it's just our attitude? You know, these people who want to make their money off the culture, you know, they're saying that, you know, there's anti-black racism, there's all kinds of systemic racism systematically breaking us down every step and every turn we make. Well, that's not entirely true. Otherwise, there'd be no NFL players and no basketball players right now because we know that 75% of those are black. That's a lot of millionaires. Think about it. All right. So the question is, do we all pull together in times of need? Now, think about it. How many of you help other black people you know get ahead rather than show them what you got and floss on them and show these people what's up? You know, how often do you do that and how often do the people you know do that? How often has some other black person done that for you? You know? My rent's down, man. I, I ain't got the money. I worked hard, but I, you know, something happened. And can you lend me a month's rent? Even if you had it, would you lend this person? Probably not. Even if they're in your family, they'll say, ah, he ain't no good in. Well, give me that money back, man. <clears throat> and we leave each other like that all the time. We're always showing up on each other. You know, what do you think this whole thing with the Jordans came back now? Granted, in the 80s, there were some people who actually thought if you bought a pair of Michael Jordans or had a pair of Converse weapons, they'd probably make you a better basketball player. But we know that that's not true. But there were those people who just wanted to look like a basketball player. And then we had the people who wanted to say, you know what? Yeah, I got these Jordans. No, I don't play basketball, but I can afford it because I got dough. I ain't your average. Exactly. And most of the time, that's what it is. It's like, do we pull together in times of need? No, because we're too busy competing with each other. Now, maybe that competitive spirit is why we are actually good at athletics and music, maybe. Or maybe that's a whole different thing. You can separate the two, but maybe that's why we are competitive. Maybe that's why we are good fighters. Maybe that's we, you know, why we are good sprinters. You know, think about it. Because we're fighting and we're racing against each other. We're trying to see who can dunk from a farther distance. Who dunked over who? Who got dropped? Who got megged? Who scored from the farthest distance? We compete 
and we got the sprinters and we got the all-around athletes if you think about it in athletics i remember there was one time in the 80s and it was actually okay to say this back in the day before now cancel culture got you backside if you say this stuff but there was times when you could watch the news and they could literally tell you that the reason why black people are faster is because we have an extra muscle in the back of our thighs totally false but yet this is the kind of thing they were saying back in the day but is it not if that's not the case then wouldn't it have to be something else i mean there's sprinters who come out of the united states in fully um what do you call it fully diverse communities so they're all drinking the same water they're eating the same mcdonald's eating the same chicken you know what i mean why aren't you know the other kids as fast and you could be sitting there saying well it's because other cultures have other things and therefore they don't have to put that emphasis on sports on average but when you look at the fact that in let's just take the united states first for for instance you know black people are what I'm not sure what the population is, but I'm sure it's not 50-50. What is it, like 16% of, the, of, of America is black? I can't remember what it is. I'm like, sorry, I should, I should actually look that up. What do you think? Hey, Siri, what population of black people live in the United States? I didn't ask that right. <laughs> that was no good. Let's see if it gives me a percentage really quickly. That can't be right. All right, well, they say that there's supposedly 46 million. Ah, forget about it. But the bottom line is, is that there are just as many people who have the white persuasion trying to play those same exact sports. And some in the same living conditions, although not as much, but they can't do as well. I mean, there should, should, from the percentage of people playing golf at the time that he was playing, there's no way Tiger Woods should have been able to top the, be the top of the tops as much and as far as he was up above the rest at the time that he was dominating. There's no reason why there should be a Michael Jordan. Or is there? just because of the culture or just because of the genetics is it because of slavery days because not all black people are slaves or maybe there'd be somebody like you who would say yeah if you look at the top 78 percent of black athletes you'll know that all of the ones who have competed at the highest level and succeeded were all descendants of slaves wouldn't that be something? All right, so you can pull that up and check that out because I'm not sure. And if you say I'm totally wrong, well, you know what? You're probably right. But you know what I'm going to not do? I'm not going to lie to you. Many things that we argue in society these days don't make any sense to me. It seems nonsensical. It seems ridiculous. We argue about black and white and really isn't it just sin while well, we have the issues that we have many times with each other as cultures you know 
again, just thinking about the black culture, thinking about black people in North America. Why are we so good in music? Is it really because of slavery days and singing Negro spirituals? Or are we just gifted in that way? Think about it. When you hear a black voice, it just sounds nice, right? Why is that? I mean, I remember listening to 50 songs back in the day just to find out that all the ones that I thought were real, some cornball white person somewhere, these were black people singing most of the music. But back then, because there wasn't that many videos, people would fall into love, fall in love with the songs before they even know who was singing them. And even when they found out, they still made them <laughs> eat in the back of the, the hotel instead of with everybody else. They couldn't swim in the pool or stay at the actual hotel that they were singing at. But that's a whole other story. But, you know, when I look at black people, I think, going back to the regular first question, the reason why we can't get ahead is because of the ways that we the way that we do things in, in general. Like, going back to the shoes. You know, they say that you can tell a lot of, about a person by their shoes. Could you really do that about black people or no? I can honestly tell you that it's mostly only black people that I know that have like 14, 15 pairs of shoes, but are still riding the bus. And this is just real talk. I'm not saying there's no Filipino people, brown people who do this. But generally, just being straight up and embracing the cancel culture. And remember, this is just one man's opinion. And everything that is said on this podcast is for your entertainment purposes only. But let's be real. How many black people do you know who ride the bus right now who have probably more than $2,000 worth of shoes. And that might be low, but they got no car. They own no house or a condo. They hardly have anything in the bank, but they got the best shoes. They got the best clothes. They got the wickedest hairdo. They got the best nails. They got all the showy stuff but they don't got the real deal stuff. They ain't got the stuff that's the game changer. That's the practicing to get wealth for the family, for your children, your children's children. They got nothing on that end, but yeah, they got the best shoes and they can jump the highest. So what? Our focus has to change. And, you know, just being real me think about the cultures now i don't know what kind of an area you grew up in but the area i grew up in if you were around the average asian person they had one pair of shoes at school and when that one pair of shoes is gone they got another pair of shoes and it probably wasn't coming from the best sports store either possibly unless the parents were more intelligent and they wanted the shoes to last even longer. But generally, they were going to get those pair of shoes from Zellers, from Walmart or Kmart, those kind of places. 
And when those George, <laughs> when those George shoes rip off their feet, they're gonna go get another pair from Kmart or Walmart, I should say. And that's just the way it was. But with us, nah, we had to have the best this, the best that, the best this. And in most cases, we didn't have the best homes. And in most cases, we didn't own our own homes. All I'm saying is, at the end of the day, by asking this one stupid little question that's taken me so long to answer, the reason why we can't get ahead is not because of the lack of nutrition in our bodies due to the oxtails and the curry goat that we were eating when we were small, or the pigtails, or the grits, or the macaroni salads. It's not because of those things that have malnutritioned our bodies and sent our offspring into a whirlwind. It's just the fact that we need to change our outlook on things and our historical view. No, we don't need you to change the name of Ryerson University. No, we don't need you to take Dundas off of the street in Toronto. No, we don't need you to knock down all the John A. McDonald. Um, <clears throat> it didn't sound right. Yeah, it was John A. McDonald. It, we don't need you to knock down all the John A. McDonald statues. We don't need you to cancel everybody forever. We need you to see what history shows us and leave history alone and let's move forward. The funny thing is, certain people think you're doing us a favor, or they're doing us a favor, or they're at least letting us, or thinking, letting us think that they're doing us a favor. But you have to understand, we need that Dundas Street exactly where it is, named as is. We need Ryerson. You know, how about Hudson? Is Hudson's Bay going to change their name too? Or you don't know much about the Hudson's Bay, the person who was named after? Like, how far are you going? Forget about canceling people just because they whooped tail in the back of your ancestry and caused a lot of damage. No, leave them right there. And you fight to succeed and you help others to succeed. You don't need the new pair of whatever it is, whatever shoe, whatever car. You need one that's gonna get you to where you need to go, like a Corolla, you feel me? You don't need a house that looks like a mansion with two car garages and five bedrooms and four baths. You don't need it. You could help out your family. Instead of saying that, you know, at the Christmas party, you know what? I have these and I have these and I have these and you ain't got those. Without saying it, of course, because you're too shy and too scared of what would happen to you if you did something like that in front of people. Maybe if we changed our culture, maybe if we look to the God of the Bible to get our culture, leave your slavery ways, your black ways back in the past and take on God's culture. If you don't know, you read it, you find out. You can Google it at this point and see what God would say. And it's not necessarily the movement of what would Jesus do, but look at the word and look at the example that's been put in those words and possibly change your attitude 
those of you who are oppressing others and those of you that have been oppressed stop looking for handouts stop looking for politicians to make everything right because it's never going to be right as long as we are on this earth you think everything is going to be so peaceful and kumbaya but for how long there's many more things i could say about this but i'm gonna leave it right there anyhow i thank you for listening if you made it this far i know there was some early ramblings you know actually what happened was i was recording for 37 minutes just to find out that it stopped recording after nine so it gets a little weird there you'll notice the hiccup but um thank you for making it this far check out some of my other episodes and if you have any questions or you have any requests or you like you run a podcast and you'd like to hook up on the podcast one time, um, you can send me an email at yprpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so for another time, until another time, see you at MCM.